Hi guys, welcome to the video. Today I'm doing a ranking the books that I read in 2023. And these are the books that I've read. Okay, right. I have organized my books in order. So I read 14 fiction books in 2023. Today I am going to rank them in order of least favourite to favourite. So I'm going to start off with my least favourite reads and then I'm going to go on to my favourite. It was really hard to kind of figure out my favourites besides number one. Number one obviously is the one I'm most excited to talk about. I'm going to start off with Too Late by Colleen Hoover. This is like a darker romance. There is definitely some trigger warnings for this book that you should look up before you read this but this was one of the first few books that Colleen wrote but didn't get published until last year so I picked it up I think it was pretty much as soon as it came out it's basically about Sloane who is in a relationship with this guy called Aza who is a drug dealer and he kind of like runs this drug ring don't know if that's exactly the right time but he's a drug trafficker. You follow Sloane, she's in a relationship with Asa and this relationship can be quite toxic and unhealthy a lot of the time from what we see. And then in comes this guy called Carter who is an undercover DEA agent. Don't know what that stands for, presume it's kind of like the FBI. He comes in, obviously he's undercover, no one knows this and he sees how Sloane is being treated and he's kind of like what the fuck is going on here but obviously he can't develop feelings for anyone in this situation because of his job you see him like everything that happens from his pov and you also see everything from sloan's pov and ace's pov so that is the one thing i actually really liked about this book was i think it's triple pov sloan carter and Asa, but you don't see it from Asa's point of view towards till towards the end as far as I'm aware. Um a lot goes on in this book. It definitely isn't for younger people. I wouldn't read this if you're probably under the age of 18. I just really didn't enjoy it that much. It put me in a bit of a book slump. But I wanted to know what happened if that makes sense. I still despite not liking what the book was about I wanted to know what happened with Sloane towards the end and Carter this was number 14 definitely my least favorite book of the year this was actually the first one I decided what to rank it was this one but it is definitely more of like a thriller it's not romance e really it's not lovey-dovey Sloane and Ace's relationship isn't one that you read about and be like, oh my god, I want this relationship. The next read I had, which is number 13, and that is it's Addicted to You by Krista and Becca Ritchie. As you can see, read this on the Kindle. It's taken me about two years to read this book. I started it, I read like three quarters of it, maybe two thirds of it, and then just kind of decided, mm, no. Addicted to You is about two addicts basically and they're both addicted to other things one of them is definitely less common and less spoken about and i did enjoy that about the book it's not something that i really thought about before and so i do like how it brought that topic up and 
how it was explained, if that makes sense, how you could be addicted to it and how it affects obviously this character. Um, but it is a fake dating, which I do like the fake dating trope. But I don't remember much about it because like I said, it took me such a long time to read it. I don't remember a ton. So I can't really say that much about it. Like I said, it took me so long to read. I started reading it a couple of years ago and then I didn't finish it until towards the end of last year because I wanted to finish a book that I'd already started. I didn't love it, I didn't hate it by any means and I am really interested in the world. This is the first book in the Addicted series by Krista and Becca Ritchie. And you follow Lily and Lo, who are both addicts, but they're addicted to separate things. And you see how their relationship and their fake dating like has affected their addictions and the relationships around them and stuff like that. It's also both the characters are in college at this time. So it's like a college fake dating. It is set like all the characters come from wealthy families but at least i'm pretty sure the characters the main characters in this all of them come from wealthy families and i know that throughout the series you get books for each of the couples so i probably will read the next book in this series because i do think that i just didn't give it the best shot because like i said i started it and then i didn't finish until a couple of years later what I should have done was reread it completely and finish it that way. So I do kind of regret not doing that, but I would still read the next book in the series and then give my actual opinion on it, if that makes sense. I feel like I haven't written this series off at all and I know so many people talk about how amazing this series is and the fan family aspect is just amazing i didn't see as much of that in this because it is literally the first book in the series it's just setting the scene it's like more world building and explaining the relationships between the people the next book that i read was another one on my kindle and that is do not disturb by frida mcfadden i did enjoy this book i read it really quickly frida mcfadden is always a really quick fast-paced author in my experience at least you follow Quinn who she's going on the run she gets to this motel and it's quite like a rundown motel there's kind of like a resident of the motel who basically lives there and she's lived there for a long time her name is Greta and then you have the one of the owners and the manager of the hotel whose name I have forgotten <laughs> And then you have his wife who also I think owns the hotel. I did like the storyline with his wife in some parts about how she grieved her life and the depression that she kind of fell into after she got ill. You do get to read from her perspective at some point where she talks about how this condition is affecting her and you can see that deterioration and as someone who has a disability that has gotten worse over time I did enjoy seeing that representation in books so I did really enjoy that aspect of it the main character's sister is trying to find out like 
what the fuck is going on because her sister's like blown her off and she's just like okay i'm going out of town she goes her sister's trying to find her it's very interesting you've got these characters like one from her past got like her sisters her sister who is like her main family if that makes sense i'm pretty sure that their parents they aren't in the picture they aren't really in the story her sister has kind of like raised her from when they were teenagers so she's trying to find out like what's happened to her sister where is she is she okay what's going on like she felt that you know, her sister wouldn't just go out of town for no reason that something was seriously wrong so you have her sister trying to find her see if she's okay then you have the hotel manager who like I said, the hotel's quite like a rundown, like it feels quite creepy and eerie. You actually find out that the owner and manager of the hotel, I think his name's Nick, I think it's Nick. He was actually a suspect for a murder that occurred at the hotel. So it's kind of just like, mm, what's going on? There's just a lot of plot twists and I really, 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 really enjoyed this book. Number 11, and that is Twisted Love by Anna Huang. So I've read the first three books in this series last year. So all of those books are in... <sighs> all of these books are in this video. I'm going to talk about all of them. This is number 11. This is a brother's best friend. It's kind of, kind of enemies to lovers. Like, a little bit. I wouldn't say they're like the most, like, sworn off enemies. They don't like, hate, hate each other, I don't think. Um... And the main characters in this are Ava and Alex. Ava is a college student. I think she does photography. She definitely does photography in general, but I can't remember if that is what she does in college. But she's a college student and her brother Josh is going away for, I think it's a year. So Ava's family is a little bit complicated. Her mother died. And she has a slightly complicated relationship with her father. They aren't very close. So her closest family member that she has is her brother Josh. As he's moving away for his job, he asks his best friend Alex to kind of look out for Ava. Make sure that she's okay. And so Alex moves in. I think he moves next door. It's kind of forced proximity in the sense that Alex is being told to look after Ava. Make sure she's okay. Make sure she doesn't get into trouble. Make sure that... You know, nothing bad happens to her. I did really enjoy this. It isn't my favourite in the series, but it definitely is a good book. It's Brother's Best Friend, it's Neighbours, it's kind of forced proximity. And I don't, wouldn't say it's enemies to lovers, but it's definitely like, I don't like you to begin with. Alex, he's a very powerful, powerful, wealthy man. And there's also this plotline of he's trying to get revenge for something that happened to his family and that definitely adds to the story really 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 well and that is something that I really did enjoy and I feel like it 
gives you that background information as to why he is the way he is. He's very, he's got like this hard exterior. Yeah, Alex and Ava did enjoy this. This is book number one in the Twisted series. Next up, so Sick Kids in Love. This is YA teen romance and this follows two kids they're not literally kids they're just younger who both have chronic illnesses that is kind of why i picked up this book i wanted to read a book with like that chronic illness representation because i find that i've read you know the fault in our stars midnight sun books i think they're literally the only books i've read with teens with like health conditions disabilities that sort of stuff and five feet apart read that as well and not that they all die in those but like it's a different sort of representation to ones that i can relate to the main character has rheumatoid arthritis and that is one thing that I really enjoyed about this book was the representation that comes with you know chronic illnesses but also how it affects your social life your friendship groups your school life all this and that really enjoyed that about this book because it's something that my like high school self can definitely relate to so I really enjoyed this the love interest also has a condition I don't remember what it is it doesn't say on the back it just said it's one that she's never even heard of so I really enjoyed that it does also have like lgbtq characters in it as well which is nice to see um i kind of don't understand why this book i've never heard about it anywhere else i've never seen anyone else read it and i just i don't really understand why but the main character is really interesting she is kind of like a journalist like her hobby is journalism she writes an article for her school paper where she goes around and asks people questions and you actually do get to read those questions and answers in the book so like this is one of them and it basically just has like these questions and answers i did really enjoy this read and i really wanted to rank this book higher up but I couldn't because I did read some really, really good books last year. Next up, we have Twisted Hate. This was number three in the Twisted series. This is best friend's brother. Definitely enemies to lovers, like definitely enemies to lovers. And I really, 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 really enjoy that. It's also like forced proximities at some point, for forced proximity at some point as well, which definitely adds to the story and this is about so Ava's brother Josh who I spoke about when I spoke about Twisted Love he is the main character he is the male love interest and then one of Ava's friends Jules I love this this is probably the most powerful enemies to lovers that I've read like the most I really hate you and it actually says on the front like he hates her almost as much as he wants her i love this i don't really even know how to explain some of these books this one too but all i say is enemy servers forced proximity best friends brother next up we have the perfect marriage by geneva rose and this follows a husband and wife called adam and sarah i think the main character is called sarah is a very successful lawyer and adam has just been named like pretty much the number one suspect in his mistress's murder so 
as Sarah, his wife, is a very successful lawyer, she basically is his lawyer in trying to defend him and prove that he didn't kill his mistress. This is a very interesting, very interesting story. I really enjoyed this book. There's some plot twists and some turns and you follow Adam who's trying to help Sarah and prove that he is innocent but also like who is really going to believe that someone didn't kill their mistress like it's a very tough situation to be in obviously there's Sarah's okay but is he actually innocent is he guilty what is going on because obviously he hid an affair from her what else has he hidden so very interesting read, I really enjoyed this one and I would recommend it to anyone who likes thrillers. Next up, number seven, we have Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love Taylor Jenkins Reid's books, um, love this one. This is an alternating timeline, which I love, alternating timeline, multiple POV, like what else do you need and this book I bought again I bought it a couple years ago and I kind of put off reading it it was very hyped on TikTok Instagram YouTube all this and that and I kind of put off reading it because I didn't want to be let down by it and I will say this now but this book did not let me down this book follows a set of four siblings who have all kind of not necessarily been raised by their older sister, but their older sister has taken care of them for quite a long time, quite a few years. Their dad is actually a famous singer and he isn't really in the picture anymore. So his, their dad is Mick Reva, who is a character in a couple other of Taylor Jenkins Reid's books. All her books are interconnected standalones as I would describe them. It's not a series, they're not a series. You could read this without reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, where which is where this character Mick Reaver was introduced, I believe. You could read it without reading that one, although that does help you understand his character more. But you could still read this without reading Seven Husbands if you wanted to. Like I said, it's an alternating timeline so you do actually get to see what their parents relationship was like what their mum was like what their dad was like and kind of like how they were raised and brought up and basically every year they throw a big massive party and one year this party goes completely wrong the house is up in flames it's a very fast-paced book okay so part one starts at 7 a.m the last chapter in the book is 5 a.m so it spans over about a 24 hour period of time and oh my god this book I read quite quickly couldn't put it down this is set in 1983 so technically I think it counts as a historical fiction as well um which isn't something I've really read much of and I really really enjoyed in this book now number six is The Housemaid by Frida McFadden 
this was I think the second book that I'd read by Freedom McFadden and I really 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 enjoyed this one. This follows the main character who's just been released from prison and she has nowhere to live, just lost her job, got fired. She currently is like living in her car so she's desperate to find a job so she finds a job as, as you probably guessed it, a housemaid. She gets this job as a housemaid and slowly things start happening around the house and she's quite puzzled by them. The like mum of the family, the wife, I've forgotten her name which one, not using her name but she has a daughter and she's married to Andrew who's the husband and she starts acting weird and doing things that kind of make the main character look like she's really bad at her job she's kind of trying to catch her out and just like why is she doing this like what exactly is her reasoning you also do get multiple POVs throughout this book I find that with Freedom McFadden towards the end is when you start getting other characters POVs it's not necessarily like a one chapter this person next chapter another person and I think that's where I'm gonna stop explaining it because I don't want to give anything away that leads me on to number five, which is Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. This was the first book that I ever read on my Kindle. This was the first book that I read by Frieda McFadden. And I knew as soon as I got my Kindle that I wanted to read a Frieda McFadden book. So I read Never Lie, which is about this couple who are going to tour a house. They're looking to buy a property. They're going to tour, tour this house. And when they are on their way, there is a pretty bad blizzard and they end up becoming stranded. Luckily, when they become stranded, they are within walking distance to this house. They see that there's a light on in the house, so they presume that because it was so close to their appointment to view it, that the estate agent was already there. So they decide to get out their car, walk through this blizzard. I think like the main they bought on like the main road here and they just had to kind of walk like over here to get to the property they get there and they knock on the door no one answers they think oh, okay maybe because it's a probably a big house they knock again and basically they end up finding their way inside i don't remember how exactly but that's not really important they manage to get inside and they find out that actually the estate agent Judy isn't actually there so they're like well what what the hell do they do technically they've just like broken into this home um but because of the blizzard they can't exactly just go back to the car and go home because they're literally stranded so they decide to stay and some weird things kind of happen in the house now you find out that the house was actually a famous i don't know if it's just a famous psychologist but she's a pretty well-known psychologist who actually went missing no one knows where she is why she went what happened any of this her case i think it's kind of like a cold case like they don't really have any information to go off of and whilst the main character the main female character is looking around the house she finds a room now in this room she finds a bunch of tapes and these are recordings of the psychologist's therapy appointments she recorded every appointment that she had with her patients and stored them in this room 
So the main female character, you know, she's really bored, there's nothing to do in this house. She starts listening to these tapes. And then it flashes back to the psychologist's POV, which obviously is in a previous timeline. So it is kind of like alternating timeline. It got me hooked on Freedom McFadden's books. Number four is Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. I really, 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 really enjoyed this book. This has been pretty hyped up on TikTok and this is a sports romance between a hockey player and a figure skater called Anastasia and Nate. They're both college students and it's kind of due to an incident that occurred at the university, they are forced to work together. So it's a forced proximity, sports romance, college era of their life spicy so 18 plus and definitely not for people who don't enjoy reading spice because it is i wouldn't say like it's a big part of the book in the sense of the plot because there is a plot outside of the spice but it definitely does go into detail i really 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 enjoyed it and i have got the second book ready to read called wildfire and hannah grace has announced the third book which is releasing in summer of this year I think it is. So it is a series and each series follows a different person in this friendship group. I loved the fan family in this book. Absolutely loved it. Anastasia is away from her family. Like I said she's at university. Nate from what I remember isn't like particularly close with his family. So obviously they have to find the family around them when they're at university. Number three, we actually have a debut novel which was released last year. I went to the book launch for it and I actually got myself the signed edition. That is Compulsion by Flo Kingfisher. I was a bit scared because I don't love reading that person. I'm not usually a big fan. It makes me feel kind of disconnected from the characters. And this book is in third person. However, I ate this up. I devoured it. It is a thriller. Psychological thriller, I believe. And it is about this guy. He sees this girl and he kind of automatically falls in love with her. He believes that they're meant to be together and that she loves him and she's kind of playing this game of hard to get with him and you want to find out you know why is it that he believes that this woman is in love with him and he's in love with her when they're literally strangers they've never met i really really like i said really enjoyed this book psychological thriller even though it was in third person i still love this book and that is what i really loved about it was it didn't make me feel the way that i usually do when i read that person Number two is One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So this is a love triangle, high school sweethearts romance. And this is about Emma, who is married to a high school sweetheart, Jessie. And I think they were together for around 10 years before they get married. And then the day before their one year wedding anniversary, Jessie is on a work trip and he's on this helicopter that goes missing. He's presumed dead from this point onwards as they couldn't find him. No one knows what happened. So he's presumed dead. Emma, you know, she's back in her hometown. She's grieved. She's 
trying to live her life after losing her husband and that's when she meets Sam who is this guy that she also knew in high school but they were never together if that makes sense and then one day she's at dinner and her phone starts ringing and it is her husband so Sam and Emma are engaged at this point and then she gets a call from her husband saying he's coming home and obviously she's like what the fuck like I thought you were dead what's going on so now everything's kind of up in the air and she has to choose between Jesse and Sam which obviously is like how the hell do you even decide that I love this book devoured it within a, three, a few days my number one book of 2023 was Twisted Games by Anna Huang aka Twisted number two. Oh, I just this is bodyguard and royalty this is forced proximity obviously because he's a bodyguard I would say like it's grumpy sunshine as well but she's in line for the throne and her bodyguard who she's been with for a very long time and she's quite close to is leaving and therefore she's assigned and oh my god just love this book i love reese i think reese who's a bodyguard is my favorite book boyfriend from this series and just one of my favorite book boyfriends in general you also have like the aspect of it's forbidden because he isn't royalty so like they couldn't actually be together and because she's in line for the throne when her brother, I think the word is abdicates, she is then next in line for the throne. So now the pressure's on her to find a politically like approved husband, basically. Force proximity, grumpy sunshine, bodyguard royalty, forbidden relationship. Love this book. I hope you enjoyed today's video. And yeah, I'll see you guys soon.